What's up? My name is Daniel Safer, and you're listening to Fitness Frameworks. These last couple of years, my health and fitness have been a big part of my life. I've spent tons of time testing, failing, learning, and iterating on my nutrition and exercise plan with the help of mentors. The real question has been, as a busy professional, how can I develop a sustainable fitness lifestyle where I prioritize my health, but I do not let it consume my life? This podcast is here to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I keep learning to apply and share fitness frameworks that help me achieve my health goals. My name is Daniel Safer, and welcome to Fitness Frameworks. Woo! We are on episode 5 of 5 of the On Track series. These last five episodes have been so much fun for me to make and to reflect on what were the things that I had to track and what were the things that I had to keep in mind to be able to make data-driven decisions that would help me in the future. And it's been fun diving deep into them to show you my perspective on them and my take and how you can apply into your fitness lifestyle. Along with these podcast episodes, I've been hard at work with an awesome resource for you guys so that you could start to build your own sustainable fitness lifestyle in a manner that you could track all these things that you could also start to make those data-driven decisions. The plan is still to release it on March 1st, so hold your horses, not just yet. I should be letting you guys know where you could find this resource next episode. But anyways, let's get into this episode. Let's dive deeper into the fifth part, and that is how to track the actual progress that you are making. Oh man, I remember back early on when I was first actually trying to lose weight, when I really had no clue what was going on. I would get frustrated very often because I had zero results. But what I would do to deal with these frustrations is I would go on YouTube and look up transformational videos. And there's a lot of people that just had crazy transformations over a period of time where they just made radical changes to their lifestyle and they had these awesome transformation of losing hundreds of pounds or just being an average person and getting really strong and very shredded. And I remember going through these just to get that extra motivation to keep on going. And they were crazy, impressive, inspirational stories. I I would look at these stories to get that motivation because I would try to picture myself having that crazy transformation. Unfortunately, the bad thing about these transformational videos is that they don't paint the entire story. They only show you the highlights. They only show you that picture in the beginning where someone is sad and then all of a sudden in the end where they're just with the big smile and shredded and you're like, dang, it gives you a false perception of the hard work that they had to put in for 12 weeks, six months, a whole year, however long that transformation was. And it brings it down to just two pictures. And that's kind of where I got the dopamine spike from. I would get super excited because in this minute, I would see this crazy transformation. I was like, yes, I could do it. Then a week later, when I saw no results at all, I would get (laughs) depressed and sad because I just couldn't get those results that they were getting. And unfortunately, this led to a lot of comparing. And it's a habit that I had early on that... I had to learn how to get away from, but that's a whole nother episode in of itself. The reason I saw these YouTube videos is because they gave me the inspiration and the motivation to go for that because that's what I wanted. I wanted to be able to take that first picture where I was fat and depressed and lonely and I didn't like where my life was 
and then to take that last picture where all of a sudden I was shredded and I loved my life. Now, quick disclaimer, there are a lot, a lot of mindset issues with what I just said, but that is literally for the frame of mind that I was coming from. And that's something that motivated me back in the past. So I want to share that with you. But having this mindset made me not put into perspective what I talked about, which was the journey part, which was the ups and downs from getting to that first picture to the last picture. It's all the in-betweens of everything that happens, the emotional roller coaster, the physical roller coaster, the psychological roller coaster of dieting down and losing fat. But I also had this internal struggle. Often when I would watch these videos, I just felt inadequate to get those results. I just felt like they could get it, but I wasn't going to be able to lose fat. You know, I was just going to be in that same spot where where I'm meant to be. Maybe losing fat and getting shredded, getting the six pack, getting the muscle just wasn't for me. And it was that comparing that was eating me up. But that was because I was falling into that false narrative, that false mindset that I needed that perfectionist, you know, first picture and then last picture. And I just had everything I ever wanted. It was that mindset that I didn't think about the in-between. I didn't think the spectrum of the range of emotions that one feels in their journey and how much they have to grow in their own fitness journey. The mindset, the physicality, the psychological aspect of it. Everything's all integrated. I often revisited these videos for inspiration, but in the end, if anything, I just started to put myself down even more. And it, it was the opposite of inspiration. I would just start to get frustrated and mad at myself and why I couldn't get those same results that they were getting. Why couldn't I just have that before and after picture that was worth making the whole YouTube video on and getting million of views? It was a bad mindset of just thinking that by getting that final result, my life was just going to be happy and all my problems were going to be solved. It was a problem of focusing on the result and the expectations as opposed to focusing on the process and the journey. Now, in the back of my mind, when I would watch these videos, something interesting caught my attention. Sometimes it wasn't just a before and after picture. Sometimes they had a picture at increments of maybe every week or every month. And that kind of told more of a true story of what they were going through. Not everything, of course, because there's like the hour to hour daily thing, the minute to minute interactions with your own life. But when it showed that week to week, I thought to myself, maybe I could start there. Maybe I could start to take those week to week pictures. But again, that perfectionist mentality was holding me back. And in fact, I didn't start to take weekly pictures until I got my first coach. With my first coach, we had to do a lot of tracking of my actual progress. And that include daily check-ins and weekly check-ins. And it was when my coach pushed me to start checking in with him to have that accountability that I realized the importance of actually tracking your progress. The importance of not just taking that one picture in the before and then just trying to see how you could get to the after, but actually gathering the data and the evidence of your history, of your past, and what were the things that you have to start doing to make sure you're steering in the right direction. So my coach taught me that checking in was super important because not only did it help with my accountability, but it also allowed me to make data-driven decisions. When I saw my past and I saw a pattern that was holding me back, I could actually identify that pattern and try to break it. Also, it could put things into perspective because very often 
life gets the best of us and we get into some sort of rut and we often forget how much progress we've made. Maybe we've already lost 20 pounds before and when we get to that rut, we're just lost in the chaos of life and we're like, oh man, my diet is sucking, my workout is sucking, I'm just going to self-sabotage everything again. And I laugh because I did this so many times. But what my coach pointed out is when I start to document it, I can look at the past and actually reference it to actually see that progress and see how far I had gone. So we set the plan forth and we started to execute. From that day forward, I had two types of check-ins. I had the daily check-in, which was a simple daily. I weighed myself each day to see how my weight was doing. And the other one was the weekly check-in. The weekly check-in dealt more with mindset issues. So I would reflect on my last week to see what are things I could do, how am I thinking, what's my energy, what's my mood like, and what are things I could change. And the second thing would actually be weekly pictures so I could see the physical changes to make sure that I'm going towards the goal that I want to go, that I'm making progress. And the, the reason the weekly pictures are important is because the mirror doesn't lie. In the mirror, if you're starting to see results, even though the scale might be telling a different story, then the reality is you're starting to see those results. Maybe you're losing fat. Maybe your face is thinning out. Or maybe your muscles are getting a little bulkier. And the reason each of these are important was one, for the daily check-ins with my weight. There's always going to be weight fluctuation. But the importance was I had to weigh in every day. And at the end of the week, I would get the average weight that I was at that week. Then I would compare that average weight to the next week and the next week and the next week. So it wasn't a specific number on a specific day that would tell me how I was trending because in reality, your weight can fluctuate because of so many reasons. There's probably like, you know, stress, hydration, sodium. Did you use the restroom before? Did you do, you know, did you do number one? Did you do number two? Um, how much did you sleep? Were you able to recover? When's the last time you worked out? When's the last time you ate? All these different things. It's insane. All these different things affect your weight and your weight could fluctuate anywhere from one to 2% daily. So your weight doesn't tell the whole story, but by getting the average, you got a better picture of what your trend was. So from week to week to week, your average is going down at about a pound a week. Then you know, you're losing about a pound a week. Now this has to be combined with the other two. Because if weekly you're taking pictures and you're actually starting to see fat come off from your body, you're starting to see maybe your arms look a little leaner then your chest, your face, whatever it may be, you know you're making that progress and that weight that you're losing is actually fat. And the third one is the mindset. I would get asked three different questions. One was this past week, what were the wins that I had that week? And this is important because it helped build that confidence in myself to make sure that I could keep on executing. Number two, I was asked what was the biggest struggle that I had last week? This would allow me to point to any bottleneck or anything that was slowing me down or any of the flaws in that week so that I could try to eliminate that. And that was kind of joined with the third question, which was, what will I do next week to make next week a better week? This question was important because it allowed me to say this one thing that I had to do next week that would allow me to improve. And then week after week after week, you make all this incremental progress that after a couple months or even after a year, you actually see those changes manifest. So the plan was set forth and I just started to execute. And it was crazy. I started to see a crazy amount of improvement and progress in myself 
right off the bat. Now, it wasn't like I saw these physical changes right away and I saw my weight drop. It was more in the mental aspect in the beginning. By asking these questions and really reflecting on my weekly check-ins, I was able to make sure that I was heading in the right path. And if I wasn't heading in the right path, I could course correct to make sure I was making progress towards my actual goal. Then over time, I actually started to see those pictures and I was starting to see the minor improvements. I was starting to see my arms leaning out. I was starting to see my chest lean out, my face lean out just a little more. And then whenever I got stuck in a rut, I could look back at those pictures. I could look back at my general weight trend and I could actually be proud of myself because I know that I'm making progress. And instead of throwing things out of perspective and then just throwing my diet out the window because I felt kind of bad for that week, it would bring things back into perspective and I would get grounded and I would get refocused on my goal. But it's not all sunshine and rainbows. When I started to progress, I did start to come across another problem. Because I had to be accountable, the problem I started to face was now I just had to be 100% honest with myself. You see, there was times where I just didn't eat up to par and I had to own up to those mistakes. But it was really hard so I would try to kind of make up excuses in my head as to why I did something or why oh it's okay it won't happen again or whatever the reason was. But I started to feel this resistance to document some of the pictures. So maybe on week 4 when that week didn't go as planned because it was stressful and I didn't stick to my diet. I felt so much resistance just weighing in the day after I ate a lot or taking the picture because I felt like, oh, you know what? I'm not going to look as good as the week before and I'm probably going to look like I got a little bit chubbier. But the thing is, I had to learn how to power through those tough times. I had to learn how to, even though I was uncomfortable, keep on trusting the process and post my weights every day and keep on posting my weekly check-ins whether it was the mindset questions or the actual pictures themselves. I had to keep on facing those challenges and keep myself accountable and try to be honest 100% of the time because it wasn't going to help my results if I was lying to myself. So I might as well just be honest and be like, you know what, if I messed up, I messed up, I owned it and that is what taking accountability and responsibility for my actions really was. So actually keeping track of my progress, breaking that resistance that I would feel even when I wasn't 100% on point was huge in my transformation. It, it's what gave me a better perspective of the tough times. It's what allowed me to realign with my goals. Because I was tracking that data and that history, I could always look back to it and realize truly how much progress I had made. So when I did feel stuck in that rut and I felt like I just, I couldn't go anymore. And I looked back, I was like, dang man, like with all this progress that I made, I think I could just take the next two steps. And then I think I could go just a little bit further, a little bit further. And before I knew it, I had just accumulated more progress than I had before. And it was just this self-fulfilling prophecy, this, this positive feedback cycle that just kept pushing me forward but what I appreciate the most that I got from this was the crazy amounts of accountability that I started to develop for myself I did this by having to overcome that resistance that came with documenting my progress because when when things are going good things feel easy things feel like you don't even have to try it's easy to post your pictures it's easy to post your weight it's easy to talk about how good you're doing 
But when you're doing bad or things aren't going to your expectation, then that's when there's a lot of resistance to keep on posting your results, to keep on collecting that data. There's a lot of resistance because the ego gets in the way. It wants to stick to this perfect mindset of that before and after picture where you don't worry about the journey in between. Just focus on how everything's going to be perfectly played out and you're going to get everything you ever wanted. But developing that accountability with myself has given me so much confidence moving forward. Now, whenever I choose something that might be a little difficult for a certain amount of time, I know that I could keep myself accountable. It was something that I struggled with before because I would just easily drop things. But I built up that accountability by consistently showing up, by consistently checking in daily and weekly, even though I didn't feel like it. So that is why I track my progress. It helped me in so many aspects along with all these other things that I started to track that allowed me to improve my fitness journey. Now in the end, you don't have to take on all these five different things that I talked about in these five different episodes. You have to take on what works for you. Again, I want to push the idea of building a sustainable fitness lifestyle that fits you, that fits your individuality. Maybe not all of these are for you, but these are the ones that if I were to look at myself again when I first started, I would make sure that I would start tracking these from the very beginning. They would have shortcutted so many mistakes that I had done before because by tracking these, And by tracking in general, you just get a good idea of what you've done before and what are the things you need to do and how you can course correct to get to where you want to go. So that's it for the On Track series. I had so much fun creating this series. I really hope you got a lot of value from this. As I said, I will be creating a course that will go into more details that I plan to release on March 1st. So stick around for that. I will announce it when it's out there and it's going to be a huge resource with even more resources and tools that you can use to make sure that you're tracking what you need to track and building your sustainable fitness lifestyle at the same time. Anyways, I hope you got some value out of this episode. If you did, feel free to leave a review or share this podcast episode with someone who you think might benefit from building a sustainable fitness lifestyle. Also, one more announcement. I started to do something recently new in my Facebook group. I'm now doing live Q&As. Since it's a smaller group, I'm able to personally connect with people from my group and answer any questions that they might have, whether they're specific or more general questions in terms of fitness. And that's just another way that I'm trying to bring more value to you guys. So if you would like to learn more about how to build a sustainable fitness lifestyle and you have more questions about it, you could head over to fitnessframeworks.com and ask to join the free community. I hope I get to see you there. Other than that, that's it for this episode. I'll see you on the next one. Peace. Hey, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening. Please remember to subscribe and leave feedback. Would you like to learn how to actually make long-lasting health and fitness habits? If so, go join my Facebook group where I'll be fully transparent documenting my journey to developing my own sustainable fitness lifestyle. Just head over to fitnessframeworks.com and ask to join the group. I'll see you there.